Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360 COVID-19 series. On March 31st, 2020, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, even in the toughest times during this COVID-19 pandemic. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the City of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310 310- Five four five five three one I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president, of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. This is an ongoing series on Tuesday mornings to bring the most relevant and impactful information to you every week with a special emphasis on the COVID-19 pandemic as it relates to your life and your business in the South Bay and Manhattan Beach in particular. And um, hi, Kelly. Um, How are you doing today? Hi, Joe. I am very well, Thanks. actually. It's Tuesday, and um, I, I kind of, you know, growing um, accustomed. I like these Tuesday little chats we're having. We might have to continue it yeah. after we all, you know, yeah. get through the COVID crisis. Um, yeah. You know, I can see I can see this kind of evolving into from information now and obviously, you know, mm-hmm. uh, navigating our way through this very strange, unpredictable time to, um, mm-hmm. as you know, businesses start to reopen and recover, I think we just, we're right. going to have a lot more to talk about. So um, hopefully you're, you know, you'll be my partner in crime and we can continue this as um, we evolve through this. Because I, we, uh, me, the chamber, I, whatever, I, Kelly, me, the chamber, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. love uh, that you guys partner with us on this and you allow us to bring information to you. There is so much right now and we are grateful for you. Um, so thank you very much for having me on thank again you. today. Thank you. Thank you. I think, you know, the chamber, uh, the Manhattan Beach Chamber, is 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 so active, and you guys are so well organized that I think people turn to the chamber for information and, and a source of, of trusted local information, and uh, we're so glad to have you guys as uh, producers for Tuesday well, and th- Friday. 
Thank you. Um, it's our pleasure, and I agree. Uh, people are, need the chamber now more than ever, and we're seeing that. Right. We're hearing that. We're getting. I, I come into the office every day. The door's locked. I'm alone, um, and uh, I, the phone has has rang more than it's ever rang before. We get emails. I get texts. It's amazing. You know, people are really turning to us for concise information um, as a trusted source. I think, you know, I have access to a lot of different sources, uh, and I'm able to kind of condense that, and whether it's daily or a couple times a week, we've been sending out e-blasts as we feel we really need to, not just because we have a new bit of information. And I have had so much uh, wonderful feedback that people really appreciate it. Um, the information is very helpful, and many people have called as a result of it. I just have to, like, ring the bell for one minute here. We had a new member join yesterday. I couldn't believe it when wow. I logged on to my computer. I know. When I logged on, I see this little alert, and I'm like, what? You know, and I click over, and I it, it made our week, our day, our month. We were like everything that we have been doing, you know, and just putting our head down and go, go, go um, for the last we, – we always work hard, but particularly the last three weeks – was just validated yesterday. This person joined, and, and she can write comments in, and usually people say, oh, I'm, I'm this type of business, and I need this and that. Well, her comments were, I love what you guys are doing. I've been you know, getting your emails for like the last six months. I met you a year ago at a, a big event, and I'm joining the chamber, not really because you can help me with my business, but because I want to support the chamber and the community. And I was like, wow. holy Molly, I, I just yeah. that is why we're here. I love that, I, and I, I really appreciate people seeing that. And um, she just wants to help the community and help you know help us, which helps the community. So um, hey, right. there's there's positivity in in everything that we do. We just have to keep moving and keep going. Right, right. Um, it's uh, it's a difficult time for all of us. Uh, certainly, uh, my wife, you know, is a is a a uh, piano teacher. She has lots of young children as students. About half of her students have decided to focus on their schooling. Their parents are overwhelmed with other things and so forth. But the other half need to have that. Uh, as my wife and I were talking, that constancy, that that familiarity, that routine. Uh, the parents are basically telling my wife, "Thank you, thank you, thank you for for giving our children something regular to do and mm -hmm. to focus on." And uh, it's just it's just amazing, you know, uh, what what uh, families are going through. But I want to ask you, as the President, CEO of the Chamber, how are our businesses doing? Well, um, their routine has been massively interrupted, as have all of ours. And I, I just want to say real quick, routine is so important during this time, mm -hmm. not to mm -hmm. lose track of a routine. And whether it's the same old routine or it's a newly invented routine, altered one, it's so important right. to 
keep that structure in your life. And, you know, don't just lay in bed and uh, try to exercise and take your phone calls and emails. Get up. Get going. You know, stick to your routine because I, we're all guilty in the last couple of weeks, you know, where some of us, you know, have been eating Easter candy way too soon. <laughs> um, you know, but, but we've got to get back on track here and stick to our routine yeah. and, and make a new routine yeah. and perhaps evolve with it as it happens to. Not easy. And you've got to power up. You've got to pull up, you know, the bootstraps and, and, and make it happen. But um, to answer your question, Joe, the businesses are in a very perilous time. And, um, you know, it is it's very interesting because, you know, kind of every other day there's a new wave in, in our world of kind of the issues that are affecting the business. And we all know today is the last day of March, March 31st, which means rent is due tomorrow for so many businesses and residents. Um, commercial, you know, whether you're, whatever you're paying rent on, it's usually due on the first of the month. And that has created a lot of unrest in the community. Um, we've had numerous, numerous inquiries um, on what people can do. And, of course, I just want to remind listeners that thanks to our California governor, Gavin Newsom, no one can be evicted, and that applies to commercial and residential. No one can be evicted um, at least through May 31st. Um, whether that is extended, we'll right. have to wait and see. But right now, if you cannot pay your rent, you do not have to worry. You're not going to be evicted in five or ten days. Um, and mm -hmm. with that being said, there are so many now small business uh, loans that are available. But the CARES Act that was passed over the weekend, um, there are, oh, my gosh, information is um, – significant and the affordability of these loans and forgiveness is profound and people just need to take the time to stop and apply for all this help apply for the loans um, and uh, you're going people are going to be surprised I think what they can access how quickly they can get it and uh, in some cases some of the loans will be forgivable uh, and there's certain trigger points for that but um, there is help out there now with that being said I had a very interesting phone call yesterday from a business that feels she needs to move out like this week and she said you know is moving is a moving company an essential business can I even get a moving company to come help me move out Mm -hmm. uh, and my heart sunk for wow. her. I said, okay, I said, hold on. Before we, we jump to that, because I don't know the answer, but I'll find out, um, you know, let's talk about what you can do. So we kind of went through all those things. But then when we hung up, I did, of course, my research, and uh, moving companies are considered uh, under the transportation banner, and they are considered an essential business, so they can operate. Um, they can move people from here to there, whether they're moving out of a business or something else. And as our storage companies so if you need to move your things into storage um, you can do that also so you know those are the type of questions that are kind of thrown at us daily where you're like hmm uh, let me scratch my head let me look at my resources let me pull up you know the information that I have and, and get answers to that but um, before anybody makes rash rash decisions and, and takes action on something we're really trying to help them and maybe you know like right. as in the words of Sandy our guest last Friday breathe like stop for a minute let's regroup and <laughs> see what 
resources we do have available to you. So, um, right. you know, that's the businesses are struggling, but there's a, a lot of positivity. There's, you know, the restaurants are are trying hard. Many have closed. Some have reopened. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to remind listeners to go to our website, Manhattan Beach Chamber. Dot com. When you uh, when the site first pulls up, you will see several sliders across the page. One is called Meals to Go MB. You click on that big, huge banner, and it will tell you the restaurants that are open in Manhattan Beach and the surrounding area, um, the ones that are doing takeout. Some that were closed have reopened, like Poncho's, one of um, a longtime favorite Manhattan Beach, reopens tomorrow for takeout. Um, and okay. as we discussed last week, many also are doing kind of marketplace type of um, service. So not just ordering off the menu for takeout, but you can, you can buy eggs, you can buy toilet paper, you can buy sauces, you can buy cleaners. I mean, it's, it's actually really fun and interesting to, to watch how people are reinventing themselves. So um, just because something has changed or just because something was closed, don't assume that it still is. Um, and on that note, uh, if you remember last Tuesday was the Great American Takeout, well, it was so popular across the country that people are doing it again. So we're talking, you know, this is Great American Takeout number two is today. So please, um, you know, consider takeout for lunch, consider takeout for dinner. Right. Um, again, go to our Meals to Go MB to see who's open or just call your favorite restaurant or follow them on social media and uh, and, and see what's out there. But, um, you know, the businesses continue to do that. Uh, we have a lot of our exercise, you know, uh, studios doing streaming their classes online like Yoga Loft, you know, Fit on Studios, Trilogy Spa today is doing a 3.30 Zoom call talking about how to take care of your skin and obviously mind and body wellness, but taking care of your skin and uh, Chandra is going to be on that Zoom call and, and um, you know, back, getting back to your routines of taking care of yourself too. So um, there's a lot of good amongst uh, the chaos here. We just have to find it and, 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 and seek it. Um, that's for sure. Joe? Did I lose you? Uh oh, I think we're having tef- technical difficulty. Kia, can you hear me? Hmm. It sounds like maybe we lost our connection. I'm gonna if you're still listening, I'm gonna hold on here for a minute. Right. Uh, Joe, are you there? Joe, if you can hear me, we cannot hear you. Joe, are you there? Hundred percent. Joe, you're there. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, I'm here. I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, All right. I think we're we've been here. You, you, you I, it's so quiet. 
Oh, that's so funny. I could not hear you. I was like, hello, hello. Um, all right. Well, I don't know what you heard or where we ended, but um, shall, um, oh, no, no. shall I introduce no our guest? Well, I was just going to ask about your gut health. And I guess we're going to learn when you introduce our guest. Kelly, who do we have today? All right. Today, Joe, our guest is Kia Sine. Kia is a licensed advanced acupuncturist and herbalist practicing since 1995. She is the founder of Pacific Acupuncture and Healing Center in Manhattan Beach. She received her master's degree in traditional oriental medicine from Emperor's College. She holds three advanced certificates in advanced acupuncture, herbology, and gem elixirs. Studying for over 20 years under Master Jeffrey C. Yun at Chinatown Wellness Center in New York and is completing her PhD in classical Chinese medicine from American University of Complementary Medicine in Los Angeles. She has research published in the California Journal of Oriental Medicine in the areas of psychoneuroendocrinology, digestive disorders, and classical treatment styles. Kia specializes in patient care and offers a variety of individualized healthcare options. Specialties include orthopedics, spine and disc issues, digestive disorders, women's health, pain management, immune system issues, and inflammatory disorders. She uses a variety of techniques, including cupping, gua sha, zen shiatsu, Chinese herbal formulas, cleansing programs, herbal medicines, and other traditional Chinese medicine techniques. Her mission is to provide infinite possibilities for health and wellness. Kia is a native of Manhattan Beach, has a young daughter that attends public school in Manhattan Beach. Um, she is an active yoga, meditation, and wellness enthusiast, as well as a 2019 Best of Manhattan finalist in the category of Who Called the Doctor. Um, she's a friend. She's a rad person, and I'm so happy and pleased to bring uh, Miss Kia Sine to the show. Kia, are you there? I'm here. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and I, I, you know, we uh, had a wonderful session on uh, last Friday on mindfulness and breathing as a, as a uh, you know, meditation, just, just breathing uh, to calm your mind and to center your attention. And I think that's one thing that obviously people can use these days. But the other thing, of course, is that they could use a couple thousand milligrams of vitamin C, I think. What do you think, mm-hmm. Kia? Absolutely. Huge part of your body's immune system is, um, is, is enhanced by increasing your vitamin C. There are several things, like you were mentioning, the mindfulness, breathing, meditation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, stress can be an enormous detriment to your body's immune system. So trying anything you can do to avert those, um, the, the diminishing of your body's immune system by stress, which would be something like meditation, exercise, as Kelly mentioned earlier. Making sure that you get enough rest is also hugely important because your body's immune system actually recharges itself at night. Joe, I know you were kind of briefly mentioning gut health, too. So all yes. of those are important components of your body's immune system and at a time where 
the pathogens, like the the strength of this virus of COVID-19 are so, it's such a strong virus. You have to make sure that your immune system is fully intact and as strong as it possibly can be in the event that you do risk exposure. And with the way that the Mm. contagion rate of this pathogen is so much stronger than just the flu or another bacterial infection, we really do have to focus on what you can do preventatively to make sure that your immune system is as strong as it possibly can be. Because we're not looking at you know, the possibility of if you're infected, it's when you come into contact with it, because obviously we're all self-quarantining and isolating right now, but there's going to be a point where we go back out. And hopefully as seasons change, we may be able to see some shift in that viral um, ability to exist. Um, But Mm -hmm. researchers aren't really sure right now if that's going to happen. So you really have to take care of your body's immune system as the most important preventative measure that you can possibly do. I, I um, am so, a Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, eating fruits and fresh vegetables, but I, I took a deep dive in down the rabbit hole when I became an urban farmer and uh, began to follow uh, the work of uh, of uh, uh, one gentleman, Dr. Josh Axe. He wrote a book called Eat Dirt. And uh, <laughs> people find that to be very funny, and I do as well, Dr. Josh Axe. But the, 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 the even uh, funnier is uh, the, uh, the picture on the front of the book is a picture of dirty carrots because – it's about eating, uh, in a way, not not dirty carrots, obviously, but eating in a way that, you know, sort of enhances the gut because leaky gut apparently is related to so many different ailments that we suffer, including it turns out your your gut is the is the engine of your immune system, but it's also the engine of your mental health, like. Literally, people that are, you know, I don't know, have sicknesses, mental illnesses, often have gut issues. That blows me away. That's so interesting that you brought that up. So that had been an area of research for me um, for quite some time because within the system of classical Chinese medicine, and I know this is something new for a lot of people, and I'm going to dump a theory on you, but the idea here that even from a Western perspective, 80% of your body's immune system comes from your gut. So the idea that there's this link between mental health and gut health, your immune system and gut health is a, is been validated within Western medicine. But for us within classical Chinese medicine, how I was referring earlier to the idea that your immune system needs to return inward at night while you're resting in order to connect with the gut and bring those components of your immune system back out up to the exterior, up to the sensory orifices where we're contracting these airborne pathogens. So it is really a huge factor. And when you are looking at, you know, that positive microbacteria that you get from soil and from dirt, they actually have narrowed down the range of the types of microbacteria and microflora that relate to mental health. So there are ways that you can look at just trying to target those specific probiotics 
um, for mental health and obviously important for your immune system too. So that's right, been right. an interesting area where people can look at like in terms of, you know, what you can do. Yeah, eating eating and choosing foods that don't have preservatives and making sure that you're eating fresh foods and supporting local farmers markets and things like that is an incredibly important perspective to gut health and that leads into immune system health. I know Kelly, that you were very involved when uh, you were managing the Downtown Business Association uh, as the executive director. You were very, very much involved in uh, the whole movement uh, about, uh, you know, uh, farmers markets. How How is our farmers market doing, Kelly? Is it possibly coming back? Um, currently, the farmers market is not operating. Uh, it uh, that market operates on uh, city ground and city territory, and um, mm-hmm. so all those mm-hmm. type of functions have you know been um, shut down at this time. We actually had a long conversation about that before that happened because. Um, we all want people eating healthy, and we know the farmers market is definitely uh, one of the best ways, you know, to, to source and find those just farm fresh nutrients. Um, however, um, with social distancing, it's very difficult to practice that at a farmers market. Um, you know, the tents right. are, are side by side. Um, our market in Manhattan Beach is so popular um, that you know it's a gathering place. It's a community uh, gathering place. It's entertainment. Um, it's, it's it's, it's wonderful under normal circumstances, but um, all uh, the decision was made basically because it would be, you know, virtually impossible to keep people six um, feet apart from each other. So it did close down. Um, will it come back when uh, we can? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Um, I know yeah. I am craving <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I literally am craving some of the things that I can only find at the farmer's market. Um, some of those things, yeah, some yeah. of the farmers, some of the vendors are selling, uh, taking orders and delivering. Uh, you can find some of the items that are sold at the farmer's market actually are sold at our little produce shop, Grow, here on Sepulveda. Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, to go and get a lot of the, you know, uh, kind of different brands of fruits and vegetables, different varieties, I should say, um, you know, we can't find those always in the grocery store. And I, you know, I'm craving, you know, my herbs and my fresh arugula, you know, from Daniel from ABC Farms. It's so good. But, you know, you can buy right. store-bought, but it's not quite the same. So it will be back. There are a few farmer's markets um, in Los Angeles that are still operating. Um, however... Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of buzz over the weekend because uh, those two markets that I'm aware of that are still operating were so packed. They're, they're weekend markets, which are already always very popular and very busy. Uh, it was a nice weekend, and people are craving that. And there is no way, you know, um, there was any type of social distancing happening. And so I won't be surprised if, um, you know, those um, – um, are asked to stop operating soon. So, but yes, our farmers market will be back <sighs> for sure. I am, as you know, at one point uh, during my urban farming career, I was uh, attending five farmers markets a week. I made lots of friends. Um, I my heart is broken uh, that they cannot. You know, they don't have traditional retail 
you know, stores. They need these open-air markets to survive. I don't know how they're doing financially. I don't. I can't imagine what they what you know. Many of them don't have you know email lists and and other trappings of of business survival in these kinds of contexts. I just mm-hmm. don't know. It's so sad. So sad. It, it it is, and that's true for all businesses. Um, even yeah. with people with you know email lists, um, everybody is challenged right now. And I like I said, I do know some of the um, farmers and I some of the vendors that are at the Manhattan Beach Market. I, know, I can only speak for that. Um, are um, you know offering delivery um, and and service to certain areas. I know Kepner Farms, which brings up um, wonderful cage-free farm fresh eggs. Um, they were doing you know deliveries uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's a post on the wow. Manhattan Beach. If you if you watch um, the Facebook page for Manhattan Beach Farmers Market, you will see some updates mm-hmm. there. I know yesterday they posted about the pasta vendor, the fresh you know pasta vendor that has also has meatball and you know eggplant parmesan and sauces and cheeses and other things too uh they are taking orders mm-hmm. and doing deliveries so um you know it, you have to i i i think there's also um i'm i'm just looking right now um Blow to Coup, which is a, a plant-based vegan cheeses and yogurts, they're yeah. doing. Uh, which talk about gut health, super good for gut health. Um, they're doing mm-hmm. deliveries. So, you know, I'm I'm encouraging people to follow social media and follow your favorites, whether it's restaurants or your vendors or farmers market or retail stores, whatever. People are getting really creative and they're really trying to sustain their own businesses, um, but to also mm-hmm. offer. Because a lot of these people, they just want to offer these things to the community, too, because they realize how valuable it is. So there are some things. Uh, but, yes, I understand, Joe, too, a lot of the farmers don't have social media, don't have the list. And, but then some of them are relying upon the farmer's market um, structure, you know, and the managers of the farmer's market to get out that messaging, too. So um, don't give up. Right, you know, keep right. watching those things okay. because there are some choices out there for sure. <laughs> Okay, I won't give up. Yeah, and there's some other beneficial things that you could really actively be doing, Joe, too, like, and, and for everyone else, like looking at the idea of, you know, when you're talking about um, using things that are, are, like, search for those mushrooms, right, all of the power mushrooms that right. actually have those, and, and going back to what you were saying with that dirt component, right, the microbials right. that are in the dirt that mushrooms actually collect, and those power mushrooms can be an important component of enhancing your body's immune system too. So uh, Thorne Research actually makes a formula in a tincture that's called mycoimmune. That's an important part. I think everybody should be using something like that. If not Thorne's, um, find something mm-hmm. else. I just know that Thorne Research makes their products with absolutely zero product filler. So what you are getting in mm-hmm. there is um, – it is a hundred percent those mushrooms and it's preserved with a small amount of alcohol. Um, but it's, it's something that everybody should be doing, whether you're an adult, whether you have complex health complications that are pre-existing, or for children too. I know that my daughter has been using that since she was super, super young and taking it without any problem. It is a little bit bitter, but she has absolutely no problem taking it. And that can be an important part of doing something every single day to prevent 
you know, because the, the key here is that we really all need to be focused on prevention. So it's the social distancing, the washing your hands, getting enough sleep, incorporating a meditation practice into what you're doing in a daily routine. I know Julie Rader is also a local to Manhattan Beach. We're so lucky to have her. She has um, a YouTube channel where she has amazing meditation set up for anybody to use. And that can be also really, really important. If you don't have a meditation practice, she's got some great guided meditations. Um, there are binaural beats that you can also find on YouTube um, that can help aid in that anti-stress by increasing the alpha waves in the brain, which is that relaxation wave. So there are different ways that you can help your body's immune system by trying to seek out ways to prevent that stress onset, because this is a stressful time for so many of us. You know, I mean, we have yes, not dealt with an epidemic or a pandemic like this, you know, in our lifetime. And so a lot of this is really new for many, many people, you know, being self-isolated and quarantined and watching people that you love and care about really go through this and suffer has is, is been really difficult. That can be an enormous amount of stress, too, when you're trying to protect your kids who maybe aren't really listening to those uh, social distancing guidelines as we've had reports mm -hmm. of that. I know mm -hmm. that a friend of mine, um, her son is 14, and after being at a party in Manhattan Beach, after uh, it was the Friday before we decided to close the schools in our areas, he came home on Monday with a fever and a cough and some chest tightness. Um, I gave him an herb formula based on some research that I've been doing since December in epidemics um, with some information that I had had uh, from a study I had done in New York with Jeffrey Yuen in 2004 to treat the symptoms of the, the cough, the fever, treating it as if it was an epidemic. And by the time he got the results back from his doctor's office, which was five days later because of the difficulty in receiving tests, he was positive, but he had been symptom-free at that point for about two days. And this has been a full mm -hmm. two weeks for him, and he has had no relapse. And I'm not saying that that is, you know, I don't have enough anecdotal information to really collect at this point um, because my goal mm -hmm. is really prevention for so many people. Um, but there are amazing research studies coming out of China that have been using classical Chinese herbs in a composition, what we would call a formula, to really treat the symptoms of people going through COVID-19. And there are different stages that we've looked at, that we've isolated these stages of treatment. Um, and really the most important thing I want to stress is that if you do have some symptoms, and I want to, most of the phone calls that I've been getting are from people who are asking me like, oh my gosh, I've, I've got this and I've got this. I think I've got COVID. Should I go and get a test? But really, I want to just kind of on a broad spectrum, look at the idea that I have been able to delineate from the research I've done three different stages. One is a very mild and acute onset and typical symptoms would be fever or no fever, dry cough, a mild sore throat or a dry throat and a decrease in energy. So often mm -hmm. every one of these symptoms uh, is accompanied by this, this sense of malaise and fatigue. Um, sometimes in that mild stage, you may also have some digestive components that have been presenting. Um, and 
less common is a fever with aversion to cold or a cough without fever, but it still has that sense of lassitude and fatigue. Um, the second stage is acute onset, and this is actually what's most commonly been reported. Fever and sweats, which do not dissipate, accompanied by a cough, sometimes accompanied by the digestive symptoms, nausea, vomiting, poor appetite, diarrhea, or constipation, so some type of digestive involvement. And your body has this sense of heaviness and um, accompanied with the malaise and the fatigue, but also a heaviness and a tightness in your chest, and possibly dizziness, headache, and that decreased taste sensation that has been reported by many cases. And then the severe symptoms where you're really looking at the progression is so rapid that the time between having this acute stage, whether you're going through the acute mild stage or the more common acute stage um, is, is so quick. You're looking at a matter of days. And that's the unrelenting fever, the cough with little phlegm, choppy breath, difficulty breathing, asthmatic wheezing, some digestive um, involvement uh, components there as well. But we're really looking at trying to make sure that people are able to have some type of intervention before they get to that severe stage. And it happens so quickly that, you know, that's why I would really like to make sure that people know they have resources. Western medicine right now doesn't, we don't have something in Western medicine that is able to make sure that if you're coming down with some symptoms, first of all, we are lacking the testing to really um, make sure that people who do have COVID-19 know that that's their diagnosis and that they can stay at mm -hmm. home and self-quarantine. I'm saying anybody who has any symptoms at all has to have some type of intervention in Chinese medicine because of their long history in dealing with epidemics, beginning with the opening of the Silk Road, um, which mm -hmm. I'm going to look. I, I'm pretty sure it's like um, the opening of the Silk Road was 130 BCE and was mm -hmm. a main road of transportation and trade, which allowed for um, the bubonic plague, allowed for anthrax, allowed for leprosy to really come in and decimate so many um, people in China and throughout the world because that open trade route. So they do have a long history in dealing with epidemics. A, an entire school of medical theories developed out of the system of epidemics because so many people in the history of China did not or still do not have access to Western medicine. They live outside of large cities and don't have Western mm -hmm. medicine available, which is what's made Chinese medicine and Chinese herbal medicine, not just acupuncture, but herbal medicine, an important component and a valid treatment for so many people that don't have access to Western medicine. And that's really no, what has no, made yeah. the... Mm -hmm, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think mm -hmm. that this is the first time that we've had a medical professional, even a Chinese medicine professional, who's actually treated patients with a positive COVID-19 test. How many of your uh, your patients have uh, been uh, proven to be positive with COVID-19? One. One, and that's wow. why I'm trying to get this information out there because I know, unfortunately, you know, our community is no different than anyone else. We have several families, several families who are positive um, and may not know that there are, there are viable treatment interventions available for them. 
And that's why I'm right. really trying. I have two goals. One is, you know, like let's let's focus on prevention first. Obviously, boost your immunity. The second goal is early treatment. And and mm-hmm. because Western medicine doesn't have anything that they can offer right now at this time, I think New York is trying some of the anti-malarial drugs. Which, uh, mm-hmm. just as a side note of being interesting these herbal um, properties and characteristics that I have been working on researching also come from a category of anti-malarial drugs, anti-malarial herbs, excuse me, rather than drugs. So there's this interesting crossover that I'm working on trying to really narrow down exactly what those components are. The last two weeks I've spent um, researching which herbs actually are able to increase interleukin-6, which is um, a massive component of the body's capability to produce macrophages. Macrophages are an important component of the white blood cells that are responsible for destroying cells that have come, like viruses or bacteria, anything Mm -hmm. that's come into the body and the respiratory system. Um, Quercetin um, is also a major component in many of those herbs. Quercetin you can also take as a supplement, um, also available at Thorne Research. Quercetin increases the the mast cells in the body, which are an anti-inflammatory cell. So it, it decreases the inflammation in the respiratory tract to allow you to have greater oxygen carrying capacity, which is a major symptom of those severe cases, mm-hmm. is, is mm-hmm. the decrease in so, oxygen because your lungs are so compromised. So I have the privilege as the host of a, of a, of a podcast to represent the listener. I I don't know if I can remember many of the things you, you've talked about. I don't know <laughs> if I can remember many of the things that you've mentioned. How can I, I'm sitting at home, <clears throat> I'm listening to this, how can I find out more information and, and get educated about what I might be able to do to prepare my family to be more, uh, more resistant to viral load as it, as we may meet it out in the world if we ever get out ever again? And then how can I prepare my family to treat if we actually are tested positive? What do well, I do? Well, I mean, okay, so let's, the, the best thing that you can do to prepare yourself is I have a proprietary blends of herbs that all um, – mirror that structure of prevention, boosting your immunity, all the way down through a mild and acute stages to an acute onset to something that's more severe. So that's one way you can go. If that doesn't feel right to you because you haven't had any experience with Chinese medicine or you have some reservations and you want something that might be, you know, still looking at alternatives, then go with Thorn Research, um, nutraceuticals, mycoimmune is hugely important. I recommend daily doses, one dropper full as preventative every single day, and you'll have it at home, and you can increase that. If symptoms, you do see some onset of symptoms, you'll already have it at home. Um, you can mm-hmm. do vitamin C in high doses as well. Like my recommendation is minimum of 2,000 a day. If you have any mm-hmm. um, pre-existing health conditions, then you're probably going to go to 2,000 twice a day just to get through this acute stage that, of the epidemic, the pandemic that we're all seeing, right? Um, you can reach mm-hmm. out to me. 
DM me on my Instagram. You can reach out. My website should have this information up soon. I've been so deeply focused on research and finding treatments and intervention that I haven't really caught up to speed with making sure that the website has all of this information, but it will actually be on the website soon. And I'm hoping maybe by the end of this week or early next week to have that information out there. But people can reach out to me, especially if you're local. Like, we need to do something and make sure that you have some preparation at home because a lot of times this is happening, you know, people are reaching out to me over the weekend when, you know, or you feel sick at night, right? As you've worked all day and you get home or you're still at home and you're finding that you're not feeling Mm. well, have something at home that's preventative that you can start immediately. Because I think that I'm basing, you know, like this 14 year old boy who I had worked with um, now it's been, I think over two weeks ago, um, the the key to his treatment was we hit it hard and we hit it quickly in the beginning. You know, the same mm-hmm. day, within hours of, you know, him having some symptoms, his mom called me and we got him on an herb formula that very afternoon. It's hugely important because what our goal is to try and back back the, the virus up and out of your body so that it doesn't take residency in the lungs. Um, Kia, right. can you talk? So, I, um, obviously, microimmune is you know the, probably one of the best defenses right now. But like you said, people who are not uh, familiar or comfortable with kind of going the Chinese you know, herbal you know formula route, mm-hmm. uh, vitamin C huge. Um, what about vitamin D and zinc? There's you know that uh, zinc. Uh, a lot of people are talking about zinc. I'm obviously a huge fan of vitamin D. You you have been you know <laughs> you've schooled me well too. But um, is it just C? Should people be taking a little mix of C, D, and zinc? Can you talk about that? So most of the research that I've done really has validated the use of vitamin C um, as, as a, a huge booster in your immune system with respect to this epidemic. There is compelling research when we were going through H1N1 that vitamin D is an important component to boosting your body's immune system, and that would look like maybe doing between 12 and 14,000 IUs of D daily. And if you find, oh my gosh, I'm starting to feel some symptoms where you feel something coming in, even if you're not sure what it is, then it would be important to go up to 50,000 IUs daily up to five days, but you can't go longer than five days without taking a break and then coming back. Um, And that's an important component of your body's immune system. Research had shown uh, daily use of vitamin D between 12 and 14,000 IUs every day for one year helps the body to create part of a new immune system cell, a new component of your body's immune system, which would not otherwise be present in your blood system. So, you know, you can't start too soon on vitamin D either in order to really protect yourself. And it has other helpful benefits too, obviously. Okay, and what about um, zinc? with respect to yeah. zinc? Isn't zinc is great um, to boost your body's immune system? It's not something that I use as my first line of defense and focus right now because I'm really trying to work on things that I can have tangible results and proven results for people. So that, and and not that zinc doesn't. It's just not been a massive area of research for me. I've really spent most of my my research looking at like the mycoimmune is number one and looking at these herbs that actually increase the interleukin-6 and the quercetin. Okay, so then, okay, let's go back to vitamin C. Um, Okay. 
uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, we're in citrus season, obviously. Um, anything from the sumas to oranges to grapefruits, lemons, whatever. Um, is someone better off eating an orange or grapefruit, whatever, um, or taking a vitamin C, obviously? Well, I, I have to say the dosage of C that you get in a capsule is going to be so much higher than what you would get eating an orange or a grapefruit or any type of citrus. You would really need to do copious amounts of, you know, ingesting that as a Mm -hmm. food product versus going to a capsule where you're getting a much higher dosage. And you said uh, 2,000 milligrams a day on vitamin C is the recommended right now? Absolutely. Unless you have a compromised immune system or um, a pre-existing health condition then I would say you might need to go up to four, 2,000 I used, or 2,000 milligrams, excuse me, done twice a day, like AM and PM. The and, other thing that can mm-hmm. be, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and vitamin C is something that your body uh, flushes through. If you have too much, so to speak, of it coming, you know, ingesting too much, your body right. flushes it. Whereas You uh, will flush it, right. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so sometimes with that flushing, that may, for some people who, you know, maybe don't have any vitamin C coming into their system when you start taking it at high dosage like that, may create loose stools. And that's the type of flushing that I think you're referring to. And that really shouldn't be a concern because as we go back to what Joe talked about earlier with gut health, it's really important to make sure that you have a clean gut. So um, you're only flushing out the stuff, the waste that you really, your body actually needs to get rid of. So, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure that you've got really good gut health. Make sure that your bowel movements are frequent and regular and good quality. And if you don't know what that is, then talk to me or talk to a healthcare provider about that, what that might look like for you, because it's a, it's a, a, really important component. So if you have that flushing, it really should only be the first few days that you experience that flushing. But that doesn't mean that you're suffering necessarily with those symptoms of COVID-19 where you're getting some of the diarrhea, nausea, vomiting. It's not similar to that because that comes with other symptoms. The other things that you can do as a prevention. So in some of the research that I had uh, read stated that, you know, during the time of the plague, People who worked in perfumeries, because they were working with essential oils, were immune to the plague. They did not get sick. And the people who actually, the thieves, who would go in and pillage the homes of the deceased were not getting sick. And they found that was because they were using essential oils at the base of their nostrils along their cheekbones to ward off that viral load, which I found incredibly interesting. So that spurred on some research in using essential oils as a preventative measure because at some point we are going back out. I mean, that's the goal for everyone. It's not right now, but when you do, and if you have to be out at a grocery store um, or a pharmacy or, you know, whatever you need to do in, in, in maintaining our lifestyles um, at home and, and still getting out to do some of those necessary tasks is maybe thinking about using essential oils, clothes, chrysanthemum, eucalyptus, frankincense. Um, I have also um, used Chinese herbs made from a company which is called Alchemica Botanica, 
who also is a student of uh, the master Jeffrey Yuen that I study under. And she makes essential oils based on these Chinese herbs. And you can order off of her website. I've been making blends for people, which is a composition of several different oils as antiviral and protective for your immune system, as well as modulating and enhancing your immune system. And that can be an important way to get out. And I do want to say, if you know, if you are sick and you are showing respiratory symptoms, something like eucalyptus oil is incredibly beneficial. It's antimicrobial, anti-phlegmatic, anti-mucolytic. It actually is a bronchodilator. So it eases that sense of chest tightness and constriction. So it, it will help you to actually breathe, which is an essential for those people who are really suffering with those later stages. Okay, so if somebody's going to, um, you know, uh, do the oil, essential oil route, let's just say they're mm-hmm. listening and they go, oh, I have eucalyptus oil, you know, in my, in my okay. uh, cabinet, in my bathroom. What do they do with it? Do they put it on their nose? Do they put it on their chest? Do they, <laughs> you know, if they're going to use that, so, right. one thing, what do they so, do with it? I would say always use an essential oil with a carrier oil. It's Um, because you really want to protect your skin and make sure that there's not an irritant. So grab something like olive oil. You don't have to be really out there in terms of a carrier oil. There are carrier oils that are antimicrobial. Um, Black cumin oil is one that I'm mixing with. It's available right now that I can get um, from Alchemica Botanica. But if you don't have access to that, use olive oil, use coconut oil, use an oil from the kitchen, preferably not a vegetable oil or, you know, but, but go with olive oil is probably the best blend. Um, and do, you know, like pour a little tiny, you know, maybe a nickel size, uh, quarter size spot in the palm of your hand and add three to six drops of eucalyptus oil, get it across the front of your chest, the back of your chest, right above your shoulder blades, your neck, that can be preventative. But, you know, ideally I'd like to see somebody do, you know, like something of eucalyptus is just common and easy to get. There sure. are other things that probably could be more antiviral, right? That's treating the symptoms of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So chrysanthemum, clove, cinnamon, um, frankincense, those are the ones that you'd really focus on in terms of making sure that you have an antiviral protective going out into the public. Now I know some right. of these oils um you can I know some of you have stocked probably um at your office. Um I know, right. you know if you if you walk into Lazy Acres they have a whole essential oil wall. Um I'm sure there's other, you know, stores that do too. But is there um any particular so blend up I'll I'll put a blend up on my Instagram for uh, people to make at home if they want to try making uh, and blending. You know, I usually like to recommend a 30 to one, uh, 30 drops of essential oil to one ounce is typically the ratio that you're using at a safe level. So I can put instructions on and which oils to be using and and how much of each. And give you some alternatives in case you, you know, go to Lazy Acres or you reach out to Alchemica Botanica and can't find them. Or reach me and I have the blends already to go. They're already made. Wow. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> Joe, how are you doing over there? <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> I, I, no. I, I mean, I'm, I'm wonderful. And, and I just think that having Kia here 
uh, in the South Bay here close uh, is is such a, a, a resource for us. Uh, I'm looking at her website, pacificacupuncture.net, and there are infinite possibilities. I feel calm. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I'm so glad that you do because that's, going to be a massive you know we it, we can't we really have to still maintain that idea that we may not have the answers out there ourselves within our knowledge reach but this universe this world these scientists there is information out there and we do have it there are doctors in western medicine who are actively seeking those answers i'm actively seeking those answers within my field of classical chinese medicine but there are answers out there for people. It's it's not, I don't want anybody to feel hopeless. That's really, really important because once you get to that state of feeling hopeless, then your immune system just plummets. And we know from the field of psychoneuroendocrinology how that works. So spend time, you know, focusing on the positive. Spend time just five minutes. In, if you can make five minutes into 10, into 15, into 20 minutes, just lay down at night and spend some time finding those things that make you happy, that make you feel love, that make you feel joy, that give you a little giggle because those are the things that we know are going to have tangible benefits on your body's immune system. I think what's so important here is in, in this crazy time that so many of us feel out of control or we feel like things are not in our control, um, those are, I think, two different, you know, things there, um, th- to focus on, like Kia said, what we do have control over. And what we do have control over is boosting you know, our immune system, taking certain preventative measures, and doing things that, you know, that we have to do. No one's going to do it for us. We have to do it for ourselves. And take control over what you can do. And I think what what Kia has offered today is amazing. I, 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 we need to have Kia back on like immediately and keep this conversation going because there's so much more to share. But I do want to. I, I before we get Kia, um, we're going to have you in a minute give you all of your contact information and everything. I do want people to think about. I'm going to reset the brain here just a little bit. I want you to think about um, what is contagious. And yes. Obviously, COVID-19 is very contagious. Um, it's, it's a pandemic. But what other things in your life are contagious? And if you think about that mm-hmm. just for a minute, and you need to reset your brain here, what's contagious? Love is contagious. Faith is contagious. Laughter is contagious. Gratitude is contagious. Energy, healthy mindset is contagious. So, you know, let's not just focus on the gloom and the doom, which is certainly not what we've done here during the show. But I want people to think, take that word, you know, contagion, contagious, and and look at the positive, what is contagious and how that can affect your life, too. Right, right. Yeah. That's, that's and, beautiful, And make Kelly. something that's positive beautiful. what – and make it positive, just like Kelly's saying. And what she's saying is, is – tangibly backed up within psychoneuroendocrinology, which also includes immunology, right? I mean, the endocrine system contains those immunological hormones too. So, And we know from so many neuroscientists um, that it does have a positive effect. And it is contagious, right? I mean, when you feel good and you practice one act of kindness, you know, checking up on a neighbor or a friend or, you know, just the small things, it can give you um, an Mm -hmm. overwhelming sense of joy and love and appreciation for 
what an amazing community we have. We are so lucky to have the community, have these resources, have Kelly as an incredible resource. Oh, my gosh. Just as long as I've known her. It's like every week she she drops it again and never <laughs> ceases to stop impressing me, right? I wish <laughs> I need to go around having so, somebody hold my jaw up a little bit because I'm just floored by how much she does for everyone. So all right. Well that that's so mutual. Kia, how do how do people get yeah. How do people get in touch with you, Kia? So you can check out my website at pacificacupuncture.net. You can DM me on Instagram. It's just under my first and last name, Kia, K-I-A, Sine, S as in Sam, I-N as in Nancy, A-Y. You can also reach out to me on Facebook, although I probably check Instagram a little bit more frequently if you need to reach out to me. Definitely my contact information is at pacificacupuncture.net please don't hesitate to really reach out and call me, text me, let me know how I can help you. Let me know what your concerns are so that we can be strong together. Hmm. Wow. We have covered a lot of territory and a lot of information. If you need to remember, you can replay this anytime you want. You can find this and share this with your neighbors and friends. Just tell them to go to Siri, play the South Bay show, uh, Hey, Google, play the South Bay show, or uh, Alexa, play the South Bay show. Share them share them uh, with your neighbors and uh, friends. They can find these uh, podcasts anywhere smart speakers are available. And, Kelly, any last thoughts? Um, my last thought is make it a good day. Get out there, take control of your own life, and do what it takes um, to fight this bugger and, and turn it around. Right, right. We're going to live through this. We want to live well, and uh, we want to help our our neighbors and friends live well. And uh, I'm excited uh, about uh, more uh, solutions out there related to uh, uh, Chinese medicine or or herbal medicine uh, that we can use to both fight uh, after uh, a positive diagnosis or to prevent. And uh, excited about that. So thank you, Kia Sine. Thank you for thank joining you us today. Thank you so much. It's been a really awesome experience, and I appreciate the time and uh, the opportunity to do this. Fantastic, fantastic. And, of course, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Joe. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We'll be bringing this to you every Tuesday and, of course, on Fridays. So join us. Uh, We'll see you then again on Friday. Bye-bye, everybody.